What about Vietnam? A podcast with Gary Newsom. The series where Gary talks with travelers about their experiences and adventures. Find out more about Vietnam from the people who have actually been there. What about Vietnam? Whether it's adventure, exploring the culture and cuisine, shopping, or just soaking up the sun. Let Carrie and her travellers pave the way for a magical holiday in Vietnam. Vietnam? Welcome to the What About Vietnam podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm delighted to be back bringing you stories and insights to travel to Vietnam. There is a big year ahead. Uh, I have a a new program style that I'd like to tell you a little bit more about later in this show. But suffice to say that it's an exciting year ahead and today's program, we're going to focus on one very special time in Vietnam and that's the, the celebration of Tet. Now, when I talk about Tet, I have eight tips for travellers. Now, These eight tips uh, have been born from my own experience, uh, actually on the ground. And each time I've gone to Vietnam and found myself in various locations, there's been different things I've learned along the way. And I thought uh, as much as I could, I'd like to share those with you so that you can, I don't know, uh, respect the tradition for what it is, understand a little bit about what it means for Vietnamese uh, and and plan accordingly so that you don't get disappointed or you misunderstand just what's really going on. But let's let's kind of just brush over or very kind of very broadly talk about what Tet is all about and and what it means to Vietnamese. Largely, I think from my experience, it's about, uh, it's about giving. It's about gratitude. It's about paying homage to, uh, traditions, to, uh, a beginning, a, a new start. It's all about preparing for the new year. It's all about, uh, the advent of spring and getting together with people, reaching out to family and preparing uh, your home, preparing your family, clearing off old debts, uh, and and really gearing up for a new year. Uh, each year, the dates fall on different dates according to the lunar calendar. So for 2024, it's February 10th. Uh, and it is the year of the dragon. If you're planning ahead just a a few years for 2025, it is February 29th, and that will be celebrating the year of the snake. And in 2026, it's going to be February the 17th, and it's going to be the year of the horse. I've actually gathered uh, a little table together of the future years and the future dates because unless you're aware of how to manage the lunar calendar and because the dates fall uh, differently each year uh, and you want to plan your trips accordingly, then um, uh, I think this table will be helpful to you. I think uh, 
for me, the experience of Tet has been twofold. I've been in Vietnam before Tet and I've been there during Tet and post Tet. So in each of these time periods, you kind of witness a different evolution of Tet. Some say when you're talking to people before Tet, uh, and there's some decisions to be made that literally uh, you either make a decision before Tet or after, but nothing gets made in big decisions during Tet because, as I said in the beginning, Tet is really about paying homage to family and spending quality time with the people that are most important in your life and in particularly uh, your family and friends. And that extends also to teachers and uh, people that you respect in the community. You're going to see uh, a great movement of people in that process. And that begins my, or I guess is a good segue into my eight tips for travellers uh, in Vietnam during Tet. Hello everyone, I'd like to just uh, jump in here very quickly to remind you that I do offer trip planning services for anyone who's wanting to travel to Vietnam with uh, a little bit more knowledge around their trip. I'm happy to design it from end to end, tailored to your needs, your budget uh, and to your travellers uh, travelling with you. Please feel free to reach out to the travel services page on the website whataboutvietnam.com. I got a beautiful message just recently from one of my travellers, Lucy, uh, and you might like to have a quick listen to that now. Thank you, Lucy. I'm glad you had a great time. Dear Carrie, this is a message from Lucy from Melbourne. I have recently used your itinerary service and I'd like to say how happy we are with your service. Um, We are experienced travelers, but we've never been to Vietnam and we have found your services to be most considerate extreme high value for money it took us from a place of complete confusion to a place of complete clarity and confidence every little detail was worked out all of our needs were considered inclusive of adults and kids and if anyone is sitting on a fence of whether to order or not order itinerary service i'd say it's a no-brainer because this will be the best money you have spent on travel advice, and um, it it you will you will feel extremely satisfied. And yeah, I can't thank you enough, Carrie. I'm I'm really excited about our upcoming trip. So thank you so much. So number one is definitely buy your travel tickets uh, if they fall if the dates fall during the Tet season. Now, Tet is not just a day. Whilst Tet is about celebrating the the advent of spring and all of the things I've just spoken about, it literally can span kind of about eight days minimum, maybe even up to two weeks. And it's very hard to define actually the eight to 14 days as they kind of blur a little bit for people, uh, depending on their jobs, their workplace, uh, their family environment, 
you know, some people who are Vietnamese who live overseas, they're coming back into the country. So, you know, everybody tries to kind of fit it in uh, a window of time, but it does kind of mishmash. But kind of starting about a week before, so for this year it's the 10th of February, uh, so about a week before you're going to see some of these preparations happening uh, and people starting to gear up their travel plans. So number one is buy your travel ticket. So your train, your bus and your flights because they will be chock a block. So uh, if you're wanting to move around, you're going to be moving around with, you know, the population of Vietnam all wanting to try and get to their families uh, to, to celebrate this uh, event. So number one, buy your travel tickets in advance and make sure when you're booking, uh, especially with things like flights, uh, et cetera, that you do get your seat numbers and your allocations. Number two, be early at the airport or bus station or train station. I can't stress enough uh, the need to be a bit of ahead of the game and be prepared for long queues. Uh, in this celebration, because there's that beautiful aspect of giving, you're going to see the Vietnamese travelling with a lot of luggage as they're travelling with a lot of gifts. I mean, traditionally you're seeing the, the red envelopes that uh, are very much uh, a part of the giving process and, and part of Tet uh, here and in China and in, and in most places that celebrate the Tet celebration. However, you'll also see that families are renewing their houses and they're uh, doing a lot of cleaning and throwing out and, and renewing and reinvigorating because this is to set the the platform, the the process for their new year. This is to build confidence in a prosperous, healthy and happy house uh, with their family and friends. So, be early at the airport, bus station or train station. Expect long queues. Be prepared for it. If you can, especially with flights, I would uh, definitely recommend that you go online and check in it online where you have the advantage of an online process. Take it because any way you can cut down on time uh, is going to benefit you. Number three. Make sure you bring all of your travel documentation with you, uh, confirming all your travel arrangements, your tickets, your accommodation, contacts, and all of that. Now, I say that because depending on what days you're traveling around this, this Tet uh, season is that uh, because the staff are generally skeleton staff in a lot of the places, there is less resources on the ground to help you as a traveller uh, to guide your trip in the case that you haven't got this. So I just say to all my travellers, double, double check. You've got all your paperwork, all your documentation, whether it's on your phone whether it's printed, but you've got access to it easily so that you, I don't know, is it just peace of mind? I think it is. And just knowing that you've got that and you don't need to reach out to people because 
once again, you might be standing in a long queue to get an answer from somebody uh, to, to help you through if you haven't got all your documents with you. Number four, I I don't normally stress this in when it comes to Vietnam, but in this time and season, especially as Tet and New Year's Day falls, don't expect too much activity once the day, the New Year's Day falls. There's a lot of lead up. I personally think that the lead up to Tet is the uh, the most exciting. There's just such a a vibe in the air. There's an atmosphere. There's also so much color. There's uh, there's traditions, and you can you can read up about them. And I've got some links for you in the notes. But you can read up about what the, some of the colors mean. The yellows, and you know, you'll see these beautiful kumquat trees, peach blossoms, and they will be lining the streets of your of your cities and your localities that you visit, uh, leading up to Tet. Because every household will want to put some symbolism or uh, an offering to their elders, to their ancestors to uh, express their gratitude. So they will be buying in food, they will be out and about um, buying new clothes even to dress their children and themselves in to really celebrate this day. So there's a real, I don't know, anticipation. But once it actually arrives as in New Year's Day is on the 10th of February, New Year's Eve would then be the 9th, you'll get your fireworks and you'll get all that um, buzz and all of that celebration on the eve, traditionally as you would in a New Year's celebration. But once once Tet falls that day in particular and those ensuing days, it's it's quiet. And one thing I did experience, which I, I probably would have appreciated if someone had told me about, was that uh, I'm, I'm not going to expect a lot of places open. So your hotels and all of your tourist attractions, etc., cetera, uh, may be closed or may only operate uh, in limited hours. Uh, they may even charge extra. Uh, and you may find that uh, there's just not a lot of activity in the streets because people are in their homes, they're in their uh, abodes where they can bring together the important people that they love and they, they can celebrate with. Now, because Vietnam is such an evolving country, not everyone is uh, as old worldly traditional as each other. And the young, you know, whilst they, they want to hold on to their traditions, they're probably going to make some adaptations about that. So there will be places open and there will be, you know, the chance to get a coffee and, and things like that, but just not at the, the usual standard. So once again, for me, when I'm talking to travellers, it's about trying to manage your expectations uh, and not expect on those national holidays in particular, um, there, there might not be as much open. Number five, I really would like you to make sure that you check in with your hotel or your homestay about what services they are operating. 
you know, for meals and just, you know, things like laundry or just what eateries are going to be open on those national holidays in particular uh, may extend to things like, you know, your spa centre, um, the gyms, uh, anything that is depicted in your booking that is the standard may not be fully operational during the Tet season and in particular on the public holidays. And as I said, be prepared that in each area, in each location uh, and in each facility or hotel or homestay, they will make their own decisions based on their staff and uh, their ability to accommodate you. They will make their own call on what's available. So be prepared to contact your homestay or contact your hotel ahead of your visit, well ahead of your visit, maybe even two or three weeks or a month ahead to ask them what their plan is during TED as you will be arriving or you may be staying during that time and ask them to give you some clarification. Because once again, you may want to uh, buy some snacks or some extra foods, etc. especially if you've got families, um, because that may not be as available for you during that time. I'm not saying it's going to be zero, but it's just not going to be at its optimum levels. The other thing I found during my TET experience was that some places use Facebook as a way of uh, managing and handling their events, uh, their hotels and their restaurants. So uh, I recommend you to reach out to uh, Facebook or and, and, or Instagram, but certainly Facebook is very strong in Vietnam. And I, I know I was kind of uh, a little bit on my own in this in this time period. The hotel was very quiet while it was all open, but I thought, oh gosh, you know, it'd be great if I could get. Uh, a massage or, you know, a pedicure or something to, to fill in my time as I was going to be meeting up with um, some Vietnamese families in the ensuing days. So I reached out to a Facebook page uh, of a, a place that did run uh, massages and, and all the rest of it. I knew of them well. And I was very grateful that they were operating they communicated with me back through Facebook Messenger. They even offered because the taxis weren't uh, as prevalent. Once again, this is another sideline kind of effect of tent uh, to come and pick me up if I was willing to uh, be a passenger, a pillion passenger on a bike. So one of their lovely girls arrived at the hotel, picked me up, took me there to the place. I had a lovely massage and then they brought me back. So Facebook can be your uh, communication tool, for want of a better word, to reach out to some of these places. A lot of the younger staff that work for these organisations do have, you know, good to, to reasonable English. So they're going to be able to communicate with you and get you some information. If they don't respond, then you know, of course, that they are are not operating. So that is just one other way to help manage your stay during TET. Number seven is around expectation of restaurants, food quality, uh, freshness, 
and the extension of the menus. One thing I did find was a little bit of a warning from people that uh, because of the movement of people that their standard suppliers may not be in full operational capacity. So their ability to get fresh food in and, and in particular, you know, seafood and things like that. So they were sort of cautioned me to be careful about what I selected to see that the restaurants would probably be offering a much condensed menu uh, and it would be built around what they felt they were most confident in offering. I mean, you know, in in managing this, you're going to have to read the play yourselves when you are out and about. You're going to kind of have to get your confidence from seeing how many people are in the restaurants just how much staff they look like they're having on board and, you know, use your common sense where you can to decide where to eat. If you're staying in a hotel, the hotel's going to be uh, very proactive in this way to let you know what is going to be available and you're going to be able to make some decisions there. I mean, personally, it's a good time uh, in my experience to take advantage of the hotel or take advantage of the opportunity to chill out, to relax, to go for some nice long walks, uh, you know, a chance to do some yoga, some just generally chill out and and try to get into their vibe of being grateful and appreciative of, of life and what's brought you to Vietnam in the first place. So just being aware of the freshness of food and restaurants uh, is my number seven uh, tip. Lastly is to make sure you've got enough cash. So my number eight tip is understanding that in the element of closures and organisations that close will be banks, banks that also fill out the teller machines, etc., that are, you know, quite prevalent in Vietnam. So making sure that you've got enough cash with you to get around, buy taxis, uh, do whatever, uh, I think is very important. So once again, I'm saying being prepared is the way to go. So I hope you found these tips helpful. And I'm going to just finish off by talking about what's possible in Vietnam post-TET. So once TET is finished, there's a time where people are enjoying the opportunity to catch up with friends and family and even reaching out to teachers and, and, and other principal people in their community that they want to pay respects for. Uh, I think you'll find that as Tet finishes, you'll see just a, a rejuvenation of the location that you're in and, you know, expressing your gratitude to the people that you're meeting and mixing with, uh, sharing with them some of the favourite foods, the chung cake in the north, the tet cake in the south, uh, you know, making sure that you express uh, the the special greetings that come with Chuk Nam Hoi uh, is very 
appreciative of the Vietnamese. They will love that you have taken the time to understand a little bit about what Tet is about and that you recognize the importance for them, that you're respectful of their, their time to do this, their dedication to this. And I think you're going to really see, uh, a little bit about what the depth of Vietnam is in their cultural traditions and how beautiful they are. I'm going to put a few links in the show notes to help guide you with this. Please feel free to reach out to me directly if you have any further questions and I'm more than happy to ha- uh, help you. If you are trip planning uh, in 2024 and in the coming years, please note those dates uh, for TET. And now that you have this information, I'm hoping that you'll decide whether or not, you know, it, it is for you to travel in this time period, that it it suits you to do so or not. And as I said, it's really up to the individual to decide, you know, how they want to play it. Uh, for me, uh, I tend to travel uh, usually before Tet or after Tet so that I give the people their due in having Tet because it's really not about us as tourists, in my opinion. It's really about the Vietnamese themselves and giving respect uh, to them for that time. So take that on board, use it as you can and, and how you will in the future for your trip planning, and I hope you're going to have a wonderful time. That's all we have for today. I look forward to bringing you more travel stories and insights into traveling to Vietnam in future programs. Thank you for listening. Check out the episode notes for more information. What about Vietnam? Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review and stay tuned for more fun adventures in Vietnam. What about Vietnam?